What's going on, folks? This is Social Introvert back with another episode for you all. Um, happy to be back. Um, I'm, I'm guessing I'm about to just start recording on Wednesdays <laughs> due to the simple fact that uh, Tuesdays, it seems that I am extremely busy. Um, and also, yesterday was my son's or my heir's birthday. He just turned six. So there's that. And um, yeah, yesterday was just a really, really, really busy day. And um, now it's the 31st. Uh, I'll be picking him up from school in a few minutes. And it was like, you know, I did not do my podcast. So let me go ahead and do the podcast. (laughs) So again, I'd like to thank you all for um, tuning in and sharing the episodes and listening to the episodes and learning and, you know, just trying to um, just trying to um, educate you all. Um, As always, I do not give legal advice. you need legal advice, please consult an attorney or someone who practices law. And please be advised because uh, all of my rights are retained and reserved. And um, yeah, um, so let's uh, let's get into today. So um, last week we talked about. Um, you know what? I got something better for y'all. Last week we talked about magic and law. Um, so today uh, I'll do something because I think we all know these. Um, the maxims of law. Right? Or I shouldn't say the maxims of law, but the maxims of equity. Right? But I'll be doing... Uh, the maxims of commercial law, right? So we have a set of laws, or well, I shouldn't say laws. We have a set of codes that governs commerce, uh, pretty much, which means contracts, transactions, you know, things of that sort. Um, we have a uniformed commercial code, which was adopted by the 50 states. It was updated, I believe, in 2001. And, you know, there's revised revisions that happen, you know, from time to time. But for the most part, there are uh, 10 maxims of commercial law um, that one would do best to abide by while um, operating in commerce. So the first one would be a workman is worthy of his hire. Um, I think we all understand and know what that means. Uh, two would be all are equal under the law, right? All are equal under the law. Makes sense. Okay. Number three, in commerce, truth is sovereign. Um, Or sovereign. I said that word. I tore that word all the way up. But yes, truth is sovereign. Sovereign. (laughs) Yeah, truth is sovereign. But let me start over because there are, uh, for those that don't know, the Bible is a public law book. It's a public policy book. Um, yes, people utilize it for religion. Um, others use it for spells and magic. Other people use it for astrology. Other people use it for numerology. Um, some people use it for historical purposes. Um, 
it, it's it's a book of many mysteries. So, um, but for the most part, uh, it's public policy law, right? So I'll go back to number one. Number one is a workman is worthy of his hire. Um, there's several scriptures in the Bible that you can look to, um, like Exodus 20 and 15, Leviticus 19, 13, Matthew 10, 10, Luke 10 and 7, 2 Timothy 2 and 6. It is against equity for freemen not to have this free disposal of their own property, right? All right, number two, all are equal under the law. Again, you can look at Exodus 21, 23, 25, Leviticus 24, 17, 21, Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy 1 through 17. I used to always tear that word up. Uh, Colossians, no one is above the law. Commerce by the law of nations ought to be common and not be converted into a monopoly for the private gain of a few. That's not in the Bible. I'm just giving y'all scriptures that references these things because, again, the Bible, a lot of Bible scriptures. The Bible, for the most part, is public policy, right? Anyway, number three, in commerce, truth is sovereign. Exodus 20, 16, John 8, 32, stuff like that. To lie is to go against the mind. Oriental proverb of all that is good. Sublimity is supreme. Okay. Um, number four, truth is expressed in the form of an affidavit. Um, numbers 32, Matthew 5 and 33. Uh, number five, an unrebutted affidavit stands as truth in commerce. He who does not deny admits, which would be 1 Peter 1 and 25, Hebrews 6, 13 and 15. Um, let's see here. Let's see what the next one is. Okay, so the next one would be... Um, an unrebutted affidavit becomes judgment in commerce. So again, that would be, you could look at Hebrews 6, 16 and 17. Um, side note, any proceeding in court, tribunal or arbitration form consists of a contest or duel of commercial affidavits wherein the remaining points not rebutted in the end stand as the truth of the matters to which the judgment of law is applied. So number seven. A matter must be expressed to be resolved. Hebrews 4.16, Philippians uh, 4 and 5, Ephesians 6, 19 and 21. Paul has a lot to say in the Bible when it comes to law because he was a Pharisee and he was one of the uh, most studious Pharisees um, in that storyline. And um, he used to persecute people. So you would expect him to know the law. Um, He who fails to assert his rights has none. So those are y'all out there that complain um, when things are done to you, but you're not asserting your rights, um, which 99% of the time is because you don't know them. Um, you know, you you have rights, but if you don't know how to assert them, you really don't have any rights. Uh, number eight, he who leaves the battlefield first loses by default, which means, you know, responding to an affidavit. He who does not repel a wrong when he can occasions it, Job or Matthew 10 and 22. Number nine, sacrifice is the measure of credibility, which is Acts 7, life slash death of Stephen. He who bears the burden ought to derive the benefit, which is essentially saying if you take a risk, um, you should be benefiting from that risk, right? And a saying goes, one who is not damaged, put at risk, or willing to swear an oath on his commercial liability for the truth of his statements and the legitimacy of his actions has no basis to assert charges or claims and forfeits all credibility and right to authority. And number 10, 
A lien or claim can be satisfied only through a rebuttal by counter affidavit point by point. B, resolution by a jury. Or C, payment or performance of the claim. That's in Revelation. You can find it in Genesis 2 and 3. Uh, well, chapters 2 and 3. And it says, if the plaintiff fails to prove his case, the defendant is absolved. So, uh, the truth truth is sovereign in commerce. And everyone is responsible for propagating the truth in all their speaking, writing, and acting. All commercial processes function by affidavits certified under oath to be true, correct, not misleading, and complete on each affiant's commercial liability regarding all matters stated and likewise demanded. So those are the 10 maxims of commercial law. I'll read through them one more time. Just the maxims. Number one, a workman is worthy of his hire. Two, all are equal under the law. Three, in commerce, truth is sovereign. Four, truth is expressed in the form of an affidavit. Five, an unrebutted affidavit stands as truth in commerce. Six, an unrebutted affidavit becomes judgment in commerce. Seven, a matter must be expressed to be resolved. Eight, he who leaves the battlefield or he who leaves the field of battle first loses by default. Number nine, sacrifices the measure of credibility. And 10, a lien or claim can be satisfied only through a rebuttal by counter affidavit point by point, resolution by a jury or payment. That is it, folks. That's quite literally all I have for you all today. Um, Because I said a mouthful. It may seem like a quick podcast, but in actuality, that is quite a mouthful. If you can understand and live by those maxims while dealing in commerce, you should quite literally have no issues at all. No issues. No issues at all. (laughs) Should not have any issues whatsoever. Learn uh, more about commerce, which requires you to dig into finance, business law, contracts, um, code of federal Code of Federal Regulations, um, Uniform Commercial Code, as I stated earlier. Um, what else? United States Codes, uh, the Constitution. People don't really read the Constitution. It's honestly not that long of a read. <laughs> People think the Constitution is some extremely long document, but it, it is shorter than most books out there. I have two books out and they're both about three or four times as long as the Constitution is. So just get yourself familiar with these things. Um, They will help out in the long run when you start trying to understand the Gold Clause podcast I put out a few weeks ago, how um, the only lawful money is silver and gold um, and everything else is legal tender. But we'll go into, you know what, I'll probably go into legal tender next week. Because technically, you don't even need legal tender now either. So, um, but again, that's a story for another day. And I would like to thank you all for tuning into this podcast on today. I hope that this helps you find remedy. I hope that this helps you um, learn something to do a bit more research. Start asking more questions. Start looking at your quote-unquote bills differently. Your quote-unquote payment coupons that you get in the mail every week differently and uh life will be a lot simpler for you until next time folks you can check out my website www.linktree.com forward slash sonetta to get my book get rid of yourself my second book hack yourself design your life or accept your fate my stock options course volatility x 
and my song memories along with my podcast on there. You also find my cash app if you feel like donating. I hope this finds you where it needs to and meets you where you are to help propel you to the future. Have a great afternoon, folks.